0: Hey friends, welcome back to the Call to Lead podcast. I am so excited to bring you part two of my episode with Saint Top Leader, Kate Twig. And we are gonna be diving deeper into the specifics of her advice on those of you who might be looking to become an online influencer in order to build your network marketing business, or for those of you guys who are already leaders that maybe have a really big following and you're trying to navigate what it looks like to build a team when you might have a hard time duplicating the actions that you're doing because they might not work for someone who's just getting started or trying to build and grow their business. And so you're going to love today's episode. It is so good. If you haven't listened to Kate's story and how she grew her business, she's one of the top distributors. We call them artists in our company, and she's seriously amazing. So go back and listen to the last episode, episode 69, if you haven't heard it yet. And get ready to buckle up and dive in for part two. And this is going to be good, guys. Are you dreaming of making a long-term income and impact beyond your own efforts, but feel like you're struggling to replicate your results? I'm Heather, a former burned-out boutique owner turned top network marketing leader, and I've learned the hard way that you don't have to do all the things all on your own. Now, my passion is helping social sellers scale their business by choosing faith over fear and using simple, duplicatable systems without having to sell your soul to social media. I'm so excited to share with you simple tips, tricks, and tools to help you take your business to the next level. In each episode, I'll share faith-focused wisdom, proven systems that your team can duplicate, and inspiring stories from other leaders who have been right where you are today. Are you ready to grow your team, find joy and fulfillment, and feel free? Break out your favorite pen and notebook, and let's dive in. All right, friends. So Kate Twig and I are back today to have a continuation of a conversation about being an online influencer and how to best leverage that in order to grow your network marketing or social selling business, if you choose to call it that. So Kate, thank you so much for being back with me today.
1: I am so excited. Fur two is definitely needed.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. And the idea behind this is when we were like wrapping up and we had hit end on the last record our conversation kept flowing. And I was like, oh my gosh, I wish we were still recording. I feel like this needs to be talked about. And so do you want to kind of share the story behind like what we were talking about and how you've been coaching some of your teammates through this and why you feel like this is such a relevant conversation for today?
1: Yeah, I think I was just sharing the story of I had a new gal, a new artist who joined. And I think she's about two months in and she reached out to me and said, I see so many girls sharing other things, like other companies, other direct sales companies, uh, just a lot of different things. Then she's, should I be doing that too? And it just was this kind of light bulb moment for me. I really should be having this conversation with girls earlier in their journey. I would think, I assume, which is never a good thing to do, is that they're just, they're starting with their same business and that's where they're focusing. And, but it really, truly in this time right now, with so many girls sharing so many different things, it it it's not very clear of what to do and we always hear do what you see your leaders doing do what you see the successful girls doing and i think in this one situation it's not it's not easily duplicatable and it's not you can't get the same results as someone else and so when i had this conversation with her i was just like okay wow this is amazing and i thanked her so much for asking me because so many times They'll just girls will just do it, and then I see it after the fact. And so I was so thankful that she came to me with this question, and I was able to really thoroughly explain how my business is set up, why some other girls are maybe are doing it that way, and just provide clarity for her. And she was so thankful, and she was like, "Wow, this totally makes sense now. I totally see that I'm not in a stage where this is going to work for me." And I think that was a really big part is that when you're that early in your business or in explained it to her, like there's different seasons of your business. And right now in the season that she's in, it is not the best situation for her just to start talking about multiple companies, like tons of different products, because it just, it gets muddy. It muddies the water. I think it can, in some regards, take away the, make people question like, is the makeup that good? Because now she's talking about, talking about this and talking about this and talking about this and talking about this. And it's just, it's just confusing to someone. So I was just so thankful she talked to me about it. And when I could clarify that, yes, you see me doing that. You see me sharing some products from other companies and maybe even beauty products. You see me maybe sharing, like I did a couple of days ago, mushroom coffee. Which, by the way, is so good. I'm doing that because I've earned that trust over five years. I built a following, we talked about before, from zero. And I didn't start doing that until the last year or year and a half or two. And before that, it was years of building that trust, earning that trust from people And when you do have that trust and you do have that following, then you can open it up a little bit and like dabble in a few other things and see if they're open to it. That's the other thing. You have to see how your audience responds. So many girls are sharing other things and it's crickets. And I always say, give the people what they want. It's funny that I've been doing makeup for so long and I actually sometimes even get sometimes more of a response on the non-makeup posts because I think it's just something different. They're like, oh, what is she talking? But that is something, again, that comes in time. It comes with a lot of hard work and consistency and long history of earned trust from your audience. And so for her, it just it made it so much clearer for her. And she's like, oh, OK, yeah, I'm not there yet. I don't want to do that. I don't want to confuse anyone. And I want to go far at this company. And I think that's another thing is just making sure what are what what are the goals? And so she realized it. she wasn't in a position or a time in her Business in her season that it would make sense to do that. And I was, it was just this light bulb moment because I was like, oh, wow, this, it does really make sense when you explain it to someone. And again, I was so thankful she asked. And now she has more clarity on what she needs to do. And if she wants to open up and share other things, she knows that it, that's going to be something that will come in time. And not something that she can start with. Such brilliant advice. And
0: I know you and I both in the five and six years of doing this and helping thousands of artists on our team. We've seen a lot of people that have, I don't say made that mistake, but they've made the choice. How about that? They've made the choice or the decision to do it. And we've seen the impact on the back end that if you're not quite there and you haven't built that trust and you try to show up like someone like you, who has earned, it has a negative impact on their business. It's not even that they like stall, it's that they, a lot of times, were doing pretty well and then they go backwards, which is, can be really hard all around. And so I think you're so smart to have that conversation proactively. And that was a big part of why we wanted to hop back on and do it. And the other thing that I love about your approach with this, and you and I have talked extensively about this as the kind of tide has shifted within network marketing, social selling, all of this stuff. But what you did is you gave her the freedom to decide herself, to make the choice. And I think it's a mistake for us as leaders to tell someone that they should or shouldn't do a certain thing. And I've been totally guilty
1: of that because again, in like... Yeah, we've experienced a lot. And I think in this business, there's always going to be a shiny new company that is going to turn heads. And yeah, for sure. In the beginning, maybe when that first happened, I probably could have handled some of that better. But... Uh, it was so ingrained in us that like someone even said, you can't, what is it? Like you can't, me and all my quotes, you can't win a race riding two horses or something like that. (laughs) And you always, you hear from everyone and it's true. You can't, I've never known anyone to be able to be at the top of two companies, but I think also that might not be someone's goal. And so that's where it's like, you really have to have that conversation of, what do they want? Even if they want to just be like an affiliate marketer and they want to offer all these things, I was, I laugh because I always tell you it's don't be the Costco of like direct sales. Just because you love a product doesn't mean you have to sell it. And I think that's a really important concept. I personally love Arbon products. I drink them every day, all day, every day. I might show it in my stories. And if someone is interested, I, I refer them to my friend who sells it. And if she has someone who's interested in makeup, she can refer him back to me. And I think that is such an amazing way to build your business because you're helping someone else build. You are that trust with someone because it's almost if you don't sell it, if you're not going to make a commission, it's even more impactful. Wow, she must really like it. I do things all the time on my Instagram where I'm like, this is not an ad. Like the rise, co- the mushroom coffee. I bought that with my own big girl money because my mom actually saw a Facebook ad and I loved it and I shared it and it is what it is. You know what I mean? I think I was able to give a referral code that I think total you make $10, but like <laughs> helped 50 some women be able to buy that mushroom coffee with a discount or something. But it is even more impactful and they trust you more when you're sharing things where you're not making a commission, where you're constantly sharing affiliate links or commissionable links. It's all. Does she really like it or does she just want to make money off of every part of her life? You know what I mean? I even watched a video the other day of a gal doing her makeup. And then at the end, she started talking about cleaning products. And I was so confused how we just, where did that shift go? And it was like, wow, you just lost everyone. You just lost everyone. Because you got to be all in on one. You got to be all in on one. You got to, if you truly love it and you want to share it, just share that. And everything else, just share other things. But don't, you don't need to make commission off of every other thing. And I think that's really important. I am the biggest consumer shopper. And the reason like like to know it and all of that, that is so time consuming (laughs) that I just post things. Sometimes I'll post a commissionable link or otherwise I'm just like Ann Taylor or Revolve or just go to Target or whatever it is, because it is like I hands down to all those clothing bloggers out there because creating those graphics and the links and the, it's time consuming and it's chunky and it's not them something that I find joy in. I find joy in shopping. And a lot of the times I'll just share the outfits because I am too lazy <laughs> to create like all the links. And honestly, it creates more, it builds more trust with my audience when I do it that way. Not all the time, but when I do it that way. So I think that's really important. I think that it's a concept that people really need to think about. Like, it's okay to share without making money. Like, it really is. It's okay. It's honestly better. And if you can offer, if you can help build someone else's company, if it is a direct sales company, like, how cool is that? How cool is that? Because I don't even, the commissions that you're going to make on something, if you're just, especially if you're just starting out, you don't have a large audience, it's going to be small. It's going to be really small. And it's gonna take away your time and energy from the one that you really want to focus on if there is one that you really want to focus on, so if you have big goals of climbing the ranks and building a team and all of those things, like that's a lot of time and energy already. Don't split your energy in multiple directions. it just doesn't work it just it doesn't work i at least for me the and I'm not an expert I can only speak to what I've seen happen. the girls that are starting to share. And, they, and a lot of them think it's because, oh, it goes great with the makeup. That's great. You can still share it, but refer it to someone and have them refer their clients with great skin to your makeup line. Like, it's such a great thing. It's such a great way to create such a good energy and be a cheerleader of someone else in a company just because you love it. You don't have to join. And so I think that's just a really good concept to remember. And yeah, I just haven't seen it. I haven't seen it work for anyone. Yeah. I'm like thinking and as you grow. Oh, and maybe you have 200, 300, 400,000 followers and that's something you want to dabble in a little bit. If You want to yeah. try it out. Like you can always try things out, see how your audience reacts. But if you're constantly posting these things mm-hmm. and not getting any good response, it might be. And then they start questioning your love or honest review of the makeup. I feel like I see that happen more specifically. Sorry for my company as makeup than anything else. Yeah.
0: No, I totally 100% agree. And I think some people, and that's why I say it's a small percent, maybe like 2%, something like that, that have that kind of influencer. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say skill set or that gift. They've got the competence, the personality, the the passion they enjoy the content creation all of those things and I think that's what we see because they've got a lot of followers right they're the ones that are getting a lot of views or creating the content that that performs really well so it pops up in wherever feed that you're looking at and so that's what people see and so then they try to emulate that but really if it's not you and if it's not really your passion like that kind of people can see through that it doesn't translate. In the same way. And so then it becomes a lack of success, which is frustrating when there are alternatives and there are other options, which obviously we talk about on here all the time. In this kind of series, I have been sharing the four different strategies, which I've I've shared in depth. depth. When you have such a brilliant way to to tack on to the seasons, concept, business. And so just as a reminder, especially if this is maybe the first episode that you're listening to, the four strategies that I've been talking about and will continue to is the ignore, because I spent the last year off so- off of social media. And so while that is a strategy, it is probably one that's actually even harder than trying to be an online influencer, if I'm being honest, because you're going to lose the connection. You are going to have to completely Still build a network of other things, which are, it's totally possible. It's just a different, it's kind of like you're flowing upstream, right? So if you're an upstream, yeah. girl, probably will but. require more time. Yeah, honestly. yeah, more time and more of a, yeah, more of a network. And so if you have a network, good work. Or if you're open to building a network outside of your social network, then yeah. good for it. But that's ignore. This is influencer. Then there's the investment strategy, which is more like treating your product and the way you share it online as if it's a business, meaning just like if you, like when I had a wedding dress shop, we talked about bridal gowns, right? And I would share things that are related to weddings and stuff like that, but I wasn't sharing my brand and my I'm like niche oriented. Yes. So yes. Niche with your product, I would say. Niche with the value that your product, the solution that your product provides. And that's like more investment focused. But it is, it's an investment of your time and your energy to learn the platforms because someone's starting a, for example, a Facebook business page, which I see people do all the time because they're like, oh, I'm starting a business. And so I'm going to start a business page. It's freaking hard to grow a Facebook business following, like real hard. Facebook wants you to advertise to get it out there. You're Instead of talking to people you already know, you're having to find more people. You're still having to create that content. You're like, do I niche with the makeup or do I niche with this? Or what, what do I do? It's confusing. Anyway, that's investment and it can be done. Definitely. We'll talk more about that a little bit, but it's still challenging. And then lastly is the integrate method, which to be honest, is what all of us, like pretty much any top leader that I know did, th- this is how they built their business. And so for that reason, it is something that can be duplicated for a beginner. And that's essentially integrating your life and your business together. So again, that's something we'll talk way more about. But Kate, would you share what you said when I showed you a little graphic that I'm sharing at our reunion, our annual conference? Tell me what you're thinking.
1: She she showed it to me and I was just, she was going through it. And I was like, well, I think they're in the wrong order and they're not in an order. And I was like, oh, they could be in an order. And so I was just saying, I think before you can, before you can hit influencer, you got it. There's steps to it. So you can do nothing or, and remind me, I think it then was the next one. Yeah. Ignore, integrate, 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 and then investment, investment, and then influencer. Yes. Because you can't really, you got to walk before you can run. So I feel like if you do those stepping stones of integrating your life and then becoming an expert in your product, and then you can, if you're having success in those paths, then you can build to the influencer stage for sure. Yes. And I think that's what happens is you see a
0: lot of top leaders in any network marketing company that's out there. They become, innocent not in every case, because there are some top leaders actually are up blogging. Sarah Davis is one of them. they at the top of the company with more people on her team than she has Instagram followers. So it's not a general rule that but- what happens naturally, again, if you have a team of 10, 20, 100,000 or more people, naturally, you're going to have a big, a lot of eyeballs looking at you. And so you are going to be sharing more about your the other facets of your life. But again, if you try to emulate that as a brand new distributor... Or as someone who's trying to build her business, it is going to be challenging. But I know there are people that are meant for this, Kate. So that would be people like you or Jackie Richards. I've interviewed her on this podcast as well. And she said, it was always my goal to be an online influencer. And she's like, I knew that this was a path to get there. And I love what I do. I love the passion of sharing other people how to build an online presence. She shouldn't do that. She does it. She does it great. So for those who, and we I, I, we joked about maybe calling this episode and maybe that's what it'll go up as, so you want to be an online influencer. <laughs> for, you, for those that really do want to get there or for those listening, because actually funny enough, even when it was Scale Without Social, the name of the podcast was Scale Without Social, I had a lot of people with big followings on social still listening because they're trying to navigate what it looks like for their team. So to those who either already are an influencer or those who are like, no, I still, I know I want to do this. Like, I I have what it takes. I want to do it. What would be some of the pieces of advice you would give them in still growing their network marketing
1: business? So, well, for the gal that's just starting and giving her some advice, I think it's that same, like you got to walk before you can run. You have to test it out and see what your influence is over people. And this was something that was once said to me that your journey in direct sales or network marketing, anything where you have influence over people starts way before you join that company. And that was like so eye opening to me because I was like, oh, that's so true because you your influence over people is built over your entire life. So you're coming in already with a skill set or that influence or not. So I think you got to test it out a little bit. You got to figure out how are people responding to you? How are people responding to you? And then figure out, yeah, what where you wanna be. If it is it Instagram, Facebook pages I know nothing about. I don't I technically have one. I don't know what I'm doing there, which is not good. I don't have any thought. I don't know anything about it. But Instagram, I think you need to one, you have to show up authentically don't show up like you see other people show up. And that's a really big thing. And I talked about this before. You got to keep your head down, stay in your own lane. I rarely watch other people in my company at all, unless they ask me to watch and give feedback. Uh, You have to be you and you have to be authentic. And when you try to be someone else, it never works. When you try to emulate or copy another top leader or someone who's having success, it doesn't, it just doesn't work. You've got to figure out your own personality. You've got to be willing to put yourself out there and to be vulnerable and be able to share a little bit more. You have to be charismatic or have the energy out there. It's almost sometimes when I do videos, I'm like afterwards, I'm like, because you do, you have to like, I wish there was like a behind and no one can see me on the podcast, but I like sigh or take a deep breath or I'm tired. And it's I wish there's like a behind the scenes camera because it is almost like you're on stage, like you have to be. And that's kind of sales in general. I did sales in person sales for so long and I'd come home from a meeting and just like I just needed a break because you're on, if you will. And that's not saying you're not authentic, but you have to bring the energy because that energy is what's felt through the screen. And if you aren't showing up with that energy, it's boring. It's boring. It's not fun. I think figure out something that you love and it doesn't even need to be your product. If you're a great, gosh, I don't know. Like I have one of my gals is a nurse. And so she talks about that for niche and that's what she knows and what she's an expert in. And I think that's really another good tip I picked up along the road is like, what can you talk about all day every day without getting bored like what is that one thing and for me sure makeup health stuff there's so many things like i'm just a chatter talk about anything but you got to think about that a lot of people don't talk as much as me (laughs) don't have that kind of like energy and so you got to think about what is interesting to you what do you love what do you love sharing about and then what is your unique look at that? Are you, I don't even know. I can't even think right now. Like a dog trainer. Are you a chef? Like maybe you're really good at cooking meals. Maybe you're a mom with five kids and you have the best five minute meals or 10 minute meal. I don't cook. So I don't know how long average is 10 minutes. Like I'm horrible at all those things. But you got to think about what is your, what are you, what do you love? What are you good at? What can you talk about forever and start talking about that. Again, it doesn't need to be your product. You can sprinkle in your product. You can be doing your makeup while talking about this other love, whatever it is. And I think that's really important. How are you going to be different? There's so many. There's so many people out there doing things and talking about your product. It's just how it is, right? So how can you put a different spin on it? Why are you different? Why do people want to watch you? I think that's really all important to do. And then see how it works. See what that response is and go all in. Again, don't wait two weeks and throw in the towel because you're not seeing anything. It takes a lot of time and effort. And B, you really got to think outside the box with social media. I always talk about the key to this business is mastering expanding your reach. And expanding your reach doesn't need to be about posting and praying that it gets views. What are some companies that you love? I literally just said this to Heather. Can I tell this story? I am a Bravo lover that used to be on my Bravo my profile as like Bravo-holic. I'm obsessed. And guess what? I reached out to Lisa Rita's people and I said, I do makeup tutorials and reviews. Would you ever consider sending me some makeup to try? And guess what? I got it and I'm obsessed with it. So I have to do, I haven't done that video yet. But like, how cool is that? Is that I'm not going to make any money from this. I'm like, they like it because I'm going to create content for them for free. And for me, it gives me another product to be able to review and to share with people to build that trust again. And I'm not making any money from it. So I think thinking outside the box like that, do you have a local boutique? Could you do some kind of collaboration with them? If you are in your story and you, I don't, people can't see me. I'm like doing things (laughs) with If you're drinking a kombucha drink, your favorite drink, you drink it every single day, tag them, tag them. Guess what? They're going to reshare your story. And all of a sudden you're in front of their entire audience. Are you wearing, this is from a local boutique, my shirt that I'm wearing. I'll tag them. Whatever it is, you got to be social and you gotta be that person that's going to offer them free advertising. We all want that, um, that social proof. And guess what social proof is? Other people loving and sharing your product. So a company is never going to not share when it says, like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like, I love this product. They're going to share it to their story as social proof. And that is how you continuously like grow. And that's what that's like another podcast for another day. But I think that is really a big part of social media is learning how to expand your reach, thinking outside of the box and not just posting and praying. Because what these influencers are doing a lot of things behind this. You might not have even, I'm showing this Lisa Rinna stuff. You, don't, you might not know what the conversation was behind that or the drinks I'm drinking or whatever it is. There's a lot that goes, that happens behind the scenes that isn't seen. And so when you're coming into a company and you're like, oh, I can do that. I'm going to do exactly what she does. They have no, you have no idea what goes into doing something like that. And earning that trust over time.
0: Yes. And I'm going to share a quote that you literally shared with me earlier today. And I think it's amazing. So I pulled it up because I was like, no, no, I feel so happy. So I pulled it up and I figured I'll repeat it back. It's so good. It's about persistence, which I think you were saying is like one of the most, if not the most important attributes regardless of which strategy you choose. And so it's from Calvin Coolidge and you found this. Okay, tell the story for how you found it before I share the quote.
1: Oh yes. So I was watching the Super Bowl and not. not really watching, but I was watching because I wanted I was so intrigued by these two brothers that were on the opposite teams. Travis was I think Don't yell at me if I'm wrong. I think Travis was on the Chiefs and Jason is on Eagles and their mom was there. She's so cute. She has a split jersey. And I just thought they were the cutest family. They seemed like really wholesome, good people. So I looked them up on Instagram. I found that Jason, I hope I'm right, from the Eagles has a podcast. And so I started listening and doing a deep dive into his Instagram. And he shared that there's one quote that his grandfather told him when he was young. I think he was like eight or nine or I think. Maybe, I don't know, whenever his grandfather told him this quote and it really shaped his entire life and how his outlook on things and his work, his hard work and everything. And it just, I read it and I was like, oh my gosh, it was just like, Ta-da! yes, that's it. It just spoke to me in so many different ways. And I was like, this is it. This is what people need to hear.
0: Okay, here it goes. Here's the quote because so everyone's like, I need it. What is this? I know, right? So oh, nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with talent. Think about that. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. I guess that's how you say that. Omnipotent, meaning like all like able to be achieved. The slogan, press on, has solved and always will solve the problems
1: of the human race. So good. So good. So good. And I loved this one. I think this kind of explains it. Well, can I share this real quick, Heather? Yep. Oh, no, I don't need to share anything on the screen. I'll just read oh, it. Oh, yeah, share. It just says, oh, I think we were saying, we were like, wait, persistence versus perseverance. What's the difference? And both are really important, but I just wanted to read the, those definitions perseverance is being being persevere means we don't just give up persevere I don't know if that makes sense but it means you don't just give up we try again and again even when the going gets tough being persistent is remaining steadfast and having that unwavering inner strength to always go on in life to achieve your goals and I think that is so good just like in, in life social selling, whatever. You can apply that to so many different things. And it just made me like those Kelsey brothers even more. And yeah, I just that that quote really spoke to me. And I think it really is a good one in, I don't know. Oh my gosh.
0: So so good. I know. And I really do. I feel like that quote, it could be a great one to end on, but I did want to share for those who are influencers real quick. I know that two quick tools that have been really pivotal because it's, there's a very scary kind of reality that either hackers can like hop on and derail your account or like, it, yeah, it could just disappear tomorrow. So between that and then also like how in the world do you even manage all the, the volume of comments and things like that? So I think there's two tools I'm talking about, but
1: here, <laughs> there's be Yeah. So one, which has been life-changing is called Many chats and it is an it can auto-respond with keywords to comments and send messages and even follow-up messages. And it's just amazing. If someone tags you, it could have an auto-response. For instance, I say comment makeup if you want to learn more. And when someone comments makeup, it'll auto-respond to their comment, And then it'll immediately, you can put a delay on it if you want, but you can immediately send them a message. And I think that's so important in social selling in this world because we want it and we want it now. And if you are not responding quick enough, people will lose interest or they'll not know what you're sending five days later or whatever it is. It's helped. My assistant doesn't have to do it as much. I don't have to do it. I used to have like anxiety posting on the weekends because I would be like, oh my gosh, I'm not gonna be able to respond to all these people. And then I would feel guilty and then I would feel bad. And then people would get mad if I don't respond quick enough. And so this has been life changing for me. And then the other one with so many of my friends' accounts getting hacked, taken away. I started to get really nervous, actually, when I was on spring break. And I was talking to my husband about it. And I'm like, you know what? I remember hearing about this insurance. And I actually insured my my Instagram account through a company called Get Notch. And it's, I just feel so much more at ease. For me, my account is insured up to $100,000. So if my account gets taken away they will pay me $100,000 over 90 days. And yeah, is that the value of my account is much higher, but that at least will soften the blow, if you will. And not only that, they help you get back your account. And thus far, they've been able to retrieve all accounts that have been hacked. So I think that's pretty amazing. They're great to work with. I have an insurance background. So I like read all through the policies, asked a lot of questions, and they were wonderful to work with.
0: Oh my gosh, that's such brilliant advice. And I know will be such a blessing for those who already do have a major following and are terrified of what the heck is going to happen if they lose it. And again, it's not something that you should invest in. Kate and I are both big believers. You should not be spending money that you're not making. So this isn't something you have to worry about until you've got that following, you've built that brand out there. But I could see both of those tools being absolute must-haves for anyone who who has built a following. So I love that. And the last thing I was going to ask you but I think it's actually a really easy answer so I'll just answer it is like for those of you who are an influencer but your team is maybe struggling to duplicate those I was thinking like okay what would the answer to that be but a very simple one and something that works really well is to share a third party tool meaning something that's not you That is something you can keep a link in your phone or the Boards app if you haven't tried it. And that third party tool would be this podcast. Because I feel like if you have someone that you feel like you need to have that conversation like Kate did, that maybe isn't ready to take on the the business or to emulate what your business looks like, but you want to give her the advice of alternatives to do it, share this podcast with her, copy the link, send it to her. It's something that she can be inspired by both her ultimate goals of getting where you are But then also, she'll understand the steps and the seasons that she's
1: going to have to go through to get it. So, would you agree that's probably what's best, Kate? Yes, for sure. It's a hard conversation and it's an awkward conversation. And that's why, and it's harder after it's done. And that's why I was so thankful that this gal reached out to me and asked me. So, I think if you are a leader and this is happening, I think having that discussion before it happens, I would say don't wait until it happens because it's a really important one. And If you don't have that conversation, it's going to happen like a hundred percent because it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And those people are in a different season. They are in a way different part of their journey, their Instagram journey, their whatever social media journey. And you can't come in day six, six months in and just try to do that. It's just not it's just not possible. Or maybe I never say never. One percent of people will get there eventually. Like it's, I can't, 0.01% is going to get there within the first couple months or even years most likely. So I think having an open conversation, really understanding what your girl's goals are. And even if they are to become an influencer and they are to become an affiliate marketer, you still got to start, you got to start, you got to start small and you got to start with one and you got to build the trust and you can't build trust slinging 5,000 different products. Don't be the Costco. <laughs> to be the Costco of direct sales,
0: oh, my gosh! Parting words of pure gold from the one and only Kate Twig, Kate, I'm seriously so thankful, and I know we shared this on your kind of story episode, but they can follow you at Kate Twig, right, Over on Instagram and right just at Kate.
1: yes, yes, and if they have any questions on many chats or the get notch, you're welcome to message me, and I can help you out because. Like I said, those have been life-changing tools for me. And just a sense of relief <laughs> with the insurance. Like, I think that was genius for that company to come up with that. Genius. I love it. I'll make
0: sure to share the links in the chat. No affiliates. I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm right? even have some affiliates in my links. Yes, yeah, I, yes we, right.
1: know that we have <laughs> discount codes for those.
0: Yes, exactly, exactly. But thank you guys so much for listening. This has seriously been such a blessing, Kate, to have you on talking more about this. I know we could talk all day. But Kate and I are both over in the Call to Lead community in the Telegram chat. So you can always text the word podcast to my business cell, which is 912-405-8912. And you'll get a link to that group automatically. And you can ask us anything in there and start the conversation if you've got questions and certainly just join on in the fun over there. Yay.
1: Thank you so much for having me again. (laughs) This has been so fun.
0: Oh, good. And I can't wait to see you and hug your neck in two weeks. Yay. Love you, friend. (laughs) I'm so grateful for your time with me today. Feel free to check out heatherkburge.com for all the scoop on all the things. Also, I've got a huge favor. If you found any value from today's episode... Would you mind leaving me a quick review or even better share with a friend by clicking those three little dots at the bottom of your screen, sending you big hugs.